For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Shane, how you doing? I'm great. I just had a burrito. It was oh nice. What kind of burrito? Uh, I had a steak burrito with like pinto rice, and then obviously the verde salsa. Total game changer for burrito, in my opinion. I think it's the only way to even eat them. Uh, I'm a big fan of that as well. Uh, Shout out to our new sponsor, uh, Heartbeat Hot Sauce. By the way, they make a great jalapeno. Um, hot sauce that's would be excellent on that. But let me ask you a question. How do you feel about yep. cilantro? Are you a cilantro fan? I am a cilantro fan. I put it on everything. Yeah. I know uh, for our U.S. listeners here, Father's Day is Sunday. I'm whipping up some burgers for my dad on the grill. And okay. I put cilantro in everything. Burgers, like all of the, my uh, Hispanic, Mexican food that I make, like it goes great on everything, in my opinion. Interesting. Yeah, burgers you don't think. But no, I know some people don't like cilantro. They think it tastes like soap, soap. or whatever. They've they've got the weird gen- genetic problem. But no, I'm I'm with you, man. I love I love some cilantro, like loaded mm-hmm. up in my burrito. All about it. Oh, for sure. Hell yeah, man. And I mean, speaking of genetic problems, <laughs> um, we had something interesting happen this week, this past week. Okay. And I think what happened is that the Deathcore gods of old came down to our mortal plane and said, do you know what the year of Deathcore needs? <laughs> it needs an anthem. And Lorna Shore took that personally and released <laughs> probably the best Deathcore song I've ever heard in my life. 
Yeah, man, it's something else. I heard it. Yeah, it is. Will Ramos is Ramos Ramos. I don't know how to pronounce his last name exactly, but his vocal range is absolutely insane. I've never heard anything like it. Yeah. What's the title of this song again? I forget the title. Um, I listened to the um, song. Th- this thing is like five minutes long. Six. It yeah, goes it's called, so, yeah, six minutes long. Uh, it's called yeah, what's To the, the Hellfire. To the Hellfire, that's right. And it just takes you in so many different directions. Yeah. And it leaves you, like, it's hard to, to listen to this and not feel a bunch of crazy feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I almost feel like I need to shower every time I listen to it. Yes. Because it's, it's just disgusting. And they've got a new EP coming out. This song alone is making it into my top five. Uh, it's coming out in August, I think. I'm really excited for this release. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, the drumming. Like, you know, and mm-hmm. obviously a lot of this is programmed and whatever. And I don't know if any drummer can actually play this. I mean, I would like, I would love to see it. But they really have. I just mean, the music taken, video was a live performance, and the dude's doing yeah, it. So I mean, they have stepped. Well, regardless of that, this is stepped mm-hmm. up next level. This is deathcore like you've never heard it before. Uh, and yeah, safe to say this band is back. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, honestly, a band that's been plagued or plagued by vocalist issues, and I think that. Will's going to be here to stay, and this is just a great look for the band, and I'm so excited for new material. 100%. 100%. What else from last week uh, were you feeling, Mike? What else to talk about uh, from the top five? Or anything So I was really, really feeling that Wrist Meat Razor album. Yeah, it's it's such a a cool record. I did. It is. It is so... It's such a throwback, man. Like, that first Mm -hmm. track... It's it it honestly sounds like something that would come out in two thousand three. It it does not sound like today's music, which is really cool. Nobody's doing that. Yeah. And it kind of, you know, knowing that that was my band's, you know, like start and and heyday, if you will, it kind of mm-hmm. makes me smile listening to this because this is, yeah, it just makes me remember my youth, you know. Agreed, and I mean the record was super varied too. There were a bunch of different older sounds on there, like at points. I was listening to some of the songs. I forget the exact name. I think it was like the third or fourth track. And I'm like, this is what Bull Over My Valentine would sound like if they just keep, kept releasing The Poison. Like, it's a straight right. up throwback with like the pinch harmonics and stuff like that. Even the guitar tone is really close. And I'm just like, wow, it's super well done. And I really love it. These guys took probably a bunch of influences from what they were listening to when they were teenagers, younger, and just really kind of honed it and perfected it and made it their own. Yeah. No, it, it's really unique. I urge people to check it out um, just just to hear something different and real because this mm-hmm. is as real a recording as you're going to get in 2021 as well, which is pretty cool. 100%. I mean, everything else that we had come out last week, we kind of talked about quite a bit because there was a right. bit released with it. Like the Poppy EP was already out. The Colt album yep. was already out. Um, I still really enjoyed, or really enjoyed both those releases. I liked the Distant album. It was super heavy deathcore. Uh, yeah. I haven't been able to spin it as much as I wanted to, um, just because I've been excited for something else that's coming out this week, and so I've been listening to that band nonstop to get hyped. 
but it was very heavy and I liked it. I didn't get a chance to get to AFI yet. I've heard some people really enjoy it. I've heard some people absolutely hating on it. I well, haven't gotten it yet. I'll tell you, I, I listened to it. So I'd heard mm-hmm. obviously seven singles out of 11. And I don't know if it was hearing them in context with the album or the fact that I'd heard the songs before. Mm-hmm. I, I actually like the record okay. Um, I think I kind of understood what it was when it, when it was given to me in a package rather than singles yeah. kind of thrown at me sporadically to where, you know, this record's been seemingly getting quite a bit of hate. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think you said it best last week, Mike, when you said this could be sort of a band trying to experiment and maybe find a new sound. And this could be a sort of growing pain in a way, which is weird to say about a band that's been together for like 30 years. But uh, but I totally understand where you're coming from. But but overall, mm-hmm. I actually found that this was a pretty enjoyable listen to just kind of put on and. Just sort of not, you know, just 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 put it on like that's what music's for, and and I actually really, yeah, really didn't mind this record. Awesome. Well, I'll have to get into it this afternoon then and check it out before we're overwhelmed by all the releases tomorrow. Yes, and uh, I, so just just giving people a little heads up. So usually, uh, Mike doesn't tell me what the top five is, but the last little mm-hmm. while. Mike's been making this little playlist with some of the singles, so I've been jamming out to some of the the bands in the top five. And the stuff you sent me this week, we have a very, very eclectic... I'm just going to full on on just say, it's a weird week for music. It really is. Um, Not a lot of scene music coming out, uh, so a lot of good opportunities to kind of uh, diverge your tastes a little bit. Some newer bands, some older bands, some bands so old you would even consider them classics or staples of their genre. I'm really excited to get into it. Do you want to just rock and roll? Let's rock and or roll. And uh, give me it. Number five. Uh, Number five, we've got a punk band coming out of Arizona called Authority Zero with their new album, Ali Ali Oxenfree. I assume that you are familiar with Authority Zero. Oh, I'm very, very familiar with them. I mean... They've been around forever. I mean, I think they've been mm-hmm. a band since the mid-90s. Um, you know, for, for people wondering what they sound like, they're vi- they're kind of like a skate punk 90s punk band, yeah. similar to uh, maybe like No Use for a Name, uh, something mm-hmm. like that. The Ataris would be maybe a similar kind of band to them. Yeah, I guess And that. yeah, they've been at it forever. I don't believe they've ever went on hiatus. But they've never really mm-hmm. gotten that big. Uh, they were on a major label, I think, for a while. This is like 20 years ago, but they were on Atlantic Records. So, you know, they did pick up some, some, uh, some, a fan base there. But yeah, they're, they're still pretty underground in the, you know, skate punk scene that, that still exists. And uh, yeah, man, the new singles are pretty good. Like, this is a, this is a yeah. band still making really catchy, uh, you know, skate punk, pop punk uh, tunes. Yeah, and this was my first kind of experience hearing them. I've seen the name around, being around Riot Fest, things like that. And I finally got in and really checked out this band, listening to the new single. I haven't done a deep dive in their discography. But this band is really, really fun. It it reminded me a lot sound-wise of Anti-Flag, but definitely more on the skate punk side where mm-hmm. it's not taking itself super seriously. It's kind right. of fun. Like, I mean, the album's called Ali Ali Oxenfree. How serious can you get? Right. And like the songs fire off another 
and the title track from the album Ali Ali Oxenfree. Like those are absolute bangers. And I was kind of surprised. I kind of like threw this on. And I'm like, oh, it's punk release. Like we're diversifying the list this week. There's not much like super big coming out. So let's just toss this on. I'm actually surprised and really excited for this album. Yeah, absolutely. This is a band that doesn't always get a lot of attention in the punk scene. They've always been there, though. Very consistent. Mm -hmm. So great to see them putting out new music uh, here in 2021. Like, got to be 25 years at least, uh, you know, since they started. So it's pretty cool. Always great to see. Number four. Next next up, we've got a weird one. Uh, Coming out with their third album, I want to say. It's this band called Bosk, and it's spelled like the Star Wars character. But they've got their new album, Migration, coming out. They're from the UK, and the way that I want to describe this band is like sludgy post-metal wall of noise music. But it's a bit more than that, because it almost feels kind of progressive at points, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this band is really interesting, and, and you're right, kind of hard to describe. Some of it is mm-hmm. a little stoner metal, jam metal-y, but then there's sort yeah. of a, a, a bunch of ambience to it that isn't found in that genre. So, yeah, it is it is hard to describe. It's heavy, it's, it's pretty cool, but also it's pretty melodic, too, sometimes. So it's it's got a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of things going for it. Yeah, I was listening to the singles, and... At points, I'm kind of like, what is going on? They toss a lot of samples within the music, and it's a little bit confusing and disorientating, which, I mean, sometimes when you're listening to metal, that's kind of the intent. But then at other times, like, you'll go straight from that into a really cool rhythm section. You just naturally find your head bobbing. It's, I think right. it's one of those where if you go and listen to singles right away, you're going to be like, eh, I don't really know what this is. But kind of like that AFI record, like you're seeing, I think once this album is fully together and I kind of listen all the way through, I think it's going to have a, as clear of a picture as kind of like sludgy stoner metal, whatever we're describing this as, has. And I think it's going to be a good album. What's, um, wh- what's the spelling of the band again for, for people to make sure they get it? So it's B-O-S-S-K. B-O-S-S-K. Got it. Yeah. Should be fun. Very, the very album is cool to too. It's that. just like this black and white building. Sweet. Really neat. Sweet. <laughs> all, all right. right. Um, all right. Number three. So number three, also coming out of the United Kingdom, with their new album Hyperdialectic. Hacktivist. This is a band that's been yeah. around for a while. They kind of have a weird dichotomy of sounds. Where on one side, they're kind of rap core, like bands like uh, Backwards, Attila, things like that. And on the other side, they're very genty progressive metalcore, kind of like uh, Volumes or Viljarta, things like that. And I think it's really cool how they've kind of merged these two genres. I would definitely say it's more on the rap core side than the progressive metalcore side. But like the influences from both really make to an interesting sound and... I think that this band is just having a ball with what they're doing and you can really see it in how well the music is written. Yeah, absolutely. Hacktivist is very hard to describe again because you, mm-hmm. I heard you describe them and you're right, but it doesn't quite hit the nail on the head because yeah. 
Yeah, they also have that that UK element to them where the vocals are very very aggressive. You kind of hear the accent a little bit in them. Kind of mm-hmm. like if the streets was like really metal or something. Like you get you get that kind of attitude, but then yeah. you actually hear sometimes it isn't really rapping. It is almost like it just goes straight into very heavy genty metalcore vocals and mm-hmm. you kind of forget for a second that they're a rap band it's really really they, they are really unique yeah and, they're, and they like, don't really sound like anyone else it's weird too because like the breakdowns are really well written and they're super heavy and they've got these like electronic elements going on and then you come right out of that and he starts rapping and you're just like oh yeah we're back here like yeah it's really fun the song structures that they use are really cool I think that if you're a fan of like new metal core or rap core or whatever, this is going to be a fun release and I think everybody should check it out. Yeah, I think it's just two members in the band too, right? I'm not 100% sure. Like, I, I, I feel like their promo pictures, it's like they're a duo. So it, it like the aesthetic. There's five guys on the Spotify picture. Oh, is there? Okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm completely wrong. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. I think I remember. We played a show with them once or a festival with them once and I just mm-hmm. remember there being like two two guys in the band or something but I, I could be completely wrong but I think they've gone through like a few member changes and things like that too. Yeah, yeah, them. could be but regardless no, if, if you're looking for something different that you probably haven't heard before uh, Hacktivist could be the way to go for sure. Yep, 100%. Yep. Ready to move on to number two? Yeah, we're flying through these. I, I'm, I'm ready. Number two. We are. Number two. Uh, kind of one of the most classic bands on here, I think. Uh, if you're a fan of power metal, you know this band. They're from Germany, and they are Halloween, putting out their self-titled record as their 17th album. Is it 17? <laughs> I can't remember. Maybe that's someone else today, but they have a lot of albums. Oh, they yeah. They've been a band count. since the... They've been together since the 80s. Um, yeah, German band. Um, yeah, I mean... I remember I had a Halloween record when I was a kid. 17 albums, yeah. Wow. I remember I had a Halloween record when I was a kid and I was getting into mm-hmm. metal. You know, I had like, you know, Metallica and Slayer and Megadeth records and stuff. And I had this Halloween record. And my dad went, Halloween, like scoffed at the name and said, what do they do the other 364 days of the year? Hey, <laughs> Yeah, it's such a dad joke. Um, but I mean, that's always funny because they've me. never really had like. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, they've never really had like Halloween elements in their music. They they kind of started out as that new wave of pretty British heavy metal, very similar sounding to things like Iron Maiden, uh, and then really yeah. kind of branched into power metal once it started gaining popularity in the '90s, which I think is a really really fun transition of them kind of growing. Uh, they've stuck with the power metal. It's been absolutely great this entire time i don't think that they have they've definitely got like weaker albums but i don't think they have a bad album by chance or by any means uh mm-hmm. two singles from this record uh skyfall and fear of the fallen are absolutely great i think that this oh yeah is a consistently good band that if they're one of the classics too so if you've been looking to get into power metal ever based on how much we talk about it or it just seems fun uh this is a really good time it's got some great elements of the genre where during songs like Skyfall, you almost feel like you're soaring based on how the riffs are written and put together. And Fear of the Fallen is just 
classic power metal, go fast, write solo, sing about dragons and shit. Yeah, no, I really like the single Skyfall as well. And it, it actually sounded to me a lot like Iron Maiden. Like, it sounded like the music mm-hmm. Iron Maiden should be making. And it still had that production sound. Like, it could have come out, you know, 30 years ago, honestly. So yeah. that's cool. And I, I really have enjoyed, I really enjoyed that. And yeah, man, if you're looking for that kind of music, um, this is another great band to to probably just start with this new record and work your way backwards through their discography. So much to mm-hmm. listen to. And um, I, yeah, I don't even know if, if they even have Halloween in Germany. Like, I don't think they have trick-or-treating I, and stuff. Assume, and then they definitely did they in the mid-80s. Yeah, I don't know. In the mid-80s, though? It's, so maybe they just were like, yeah, Halloween, that's a weird American thing. What about Halloween? And then that was where mm-hmm. they got their band name. I figure. Also, I don't think I would start going like straight backwards with the discography. I think I would okay. start like if you if you like this album, I would go back to the classics and I would listen to like uh, Keeper of the Seven Keys Part One and Two, and then like Master of the Rings. I think those are classic power metal albums that anybody can enjoy. They're just so much fun. All right, all right, I love it. Halloween at number two. Wow, already a super super diverse uh, four records in the top five. And we're going to get to that number one album after we take a little break here to hear from our sponsors. And we're back. Mike. We are. Mike, great, great, great album so far. I love it. I love, uh, we got some punk rock. Mm -hmm. We got some power metal. We've got some weird ambient stoner metal stuff and some like rap metal. So um, I'm all for it. It is very diverse. And I'm ready for this number one album of the week. All right. We've been talking about it. I've hyped up all the singles because I absolutely love this band. I'm so happy they're making music again. Fear Factory's new album comes out this week. Yes. It's called Aggression Continuum. Um, If you're fans of other old school metal like Soulfly Machine Head or some like new metal like Static X, I think. Fear Factory is right up your alley. I think they're super, super consistently good. Um, I listen to every new album or single that they put out just because, I mean, I've been a fan of this band for over 15 years now, which is crazy to think about them getting at that age where I can say like 15 years. That's a little scary to me. But uh, (laughs) Dino Cazares is one of the best vocalists in the, I guess, traditional modern metal scene. And he's just always been killing it. It's, it's going to be a great record. I don't really know what else to say about it. Yeah, man. There isn't too much else to say. You hit the nail on the head with the comparative bands. They do sound a lot like that. I will add that these singles, they are pushing uh, the technology, the production element forward. This does sound modern. Mm-hmm. It does sound really good. And I think that this will stand up right beside some of the other, you know, uh, modern metal records coming out this year. But of course, they've got their own sound that they've, you know, been crafting for, uh, what, 25 yep. years or something like that. And uh, maybe longer. Long yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's great to see them back. And, and you're right. This is, this is a band that really seems to give a shit every time they put out an album. And uh, mm-hmm. they're, that's why they have such a, a massive fan base still. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I was always super surprised 
whenever I look this up and I figure it out again, the band's from Los Angeles. They've got kind of that almost Gothenburg metal sound to them. Yeah. Which always makes me think that they're from Germany or like Northern Europe. It's really surprising to me. But this band's great. That's all I guess. No, no, I agree. I mean, I think that they were so important, you know, back in the day mm-hmm. for just pardon the the pun but kind of kind of progressing the metal genre like they took those yeah. elements of black metal um of this the european influence um and then they kind of like brought it to the west coast of the united states and and mm-hmm. you know they they put it on mtv and then this became this sound that a lot of people in the mainstream didn't know and they really helped keep that alive and keep that going and i think without fear factory a lot of the influence of the Swedish bands and, and European bands, it wouldn't have happened the same way. I think that Fear Factory yeah. was truly that important. Yeah, and I'd have to agree. I mean, just giants among, I don't know what I want to say, but they're very important, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Fear, I, and I was trying to insert some kind of bad Joe Rogan joke about Fear Factor, uh, but I oh, can't yeah. think of one. But since this is a podcast, I assume most people also listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> I don't know if you got four yeah, hours a day a to do it. There's a joke in there somewhere. There's yeah. There's a joke in there somewhere. That's that's. I'm just gonna leave it at that. It's it's like a create your own adventure. Imagine what <laughs> Shane said here. <laughs> Imagine I said something hilarious. Okay, just that's yeah. good enough. That joke is there. Bur- burst okay? out laughing right now. And make everybody around you, who hopefully you're wearing headphones and not, like, making the people around you listen to this, too. And just right. make them kind of look at you like you're weird. Yeah, no, no, you'll laugh. And then and then when they, they're like, oh, what's so funny? And you take off out, out one headphone and be like, Shane Toll just said something hilarious. He's so funny. There we go. And then they'll come and listen to this and be like, you're right, he is funny. I made my own <laughs> joke for him, too. <laughs> What was your Shane Joel joke on the podcast this week? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. Uh, let's round out this top five. I mean, let's recap this top five before we get into honorable mentions. Uh, are you yeah. ready, Mike? Number five. Number five. We've got the new album, Ali Ali Oxenfree from Authority Zero. Number four. Number four. We've got the new album, Migration by Bosk. Yes. And number three. Number three, we've got the new album Hyper Dialect by Hacktivist. Yes, number two. Number two, we've got Halloween by Halloween. Yeah, the self-titled thing, like, did they just finally run out of album yeah. titles? I guess just finally, I they're don't like, know. I don't know, I can't think of any more. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it. It's a good, like, if they hadn't had one by now, kind of like whenever you do it, I think it's fine. I guess so, I guess so. It is just funny they've waited this long. Um, and the number one album of the week is Aggression Continuum by Fear Factory. There we go. Great top five. Lots of different shit in there. Yes, Mike. Give me You're the get even number. weirder with the honorable mentions. Oh, it's gonna get so weird. Uh, and I don't know any of these for the listeners. This is all a surprise. How many we got? We got fourteen this week. Okay, fourteen. Pretty average. I'm ready. Let's let's go. Yep. All right. First off. I would be amiss if I didn't mention that this EP was coming out. I absolutely love this artist. I don't understand the hate that they get. 
I think that the song that everybody hates by them is an absolute banger and that you all are wrong. Okay. We're getting a new EP from Rebecca Black. And I am stoked oh. about it. Yeah, I love her. I, yeah. I follow her on she's Instagram. Great. She's badass, man. She is she's awesome. And her story is really, you know, of course people know Friday mm-hmm. and the the debacle that that was when she was like a little kid, but no, she's yeah. um she's come back and done some pretty cool stuff and yeah, I, I think super she's super talented. 100%. Like, I listen to her newer solo stuff and I mean, it's just really good fun like from the heart pop music and she's kind of already had her big like well quote unquote blow up or eh, blow up blow up where everybody's like oh my god this song is horrible and like if you've already released the worst song in your career what are you (laughs) gonna do besides just release whatever you want and it's really working for her in my opinion right no i mean yeah, she's she's got some thick skin because of oh yeah the the absolute trauma and I mean it was fucked up actually like the way people treated oh, her yeah. just as as literally a little kid doing this music like you know it was it was it was pretty messed up so I'm glad to mm-hmm. see that she, she was, didn't what, give 14 up. Fourteen when Friday came out. I think maybe Something even younger like to be honest, but yeah. I I think maybe even younger. I'd have to look it up, but regardless. Mm-hmm. This is rad. I'm glad we're mentioning her, and uh, yeah, she's she's great, and I, I'm I'm so happy. For sure. Uh, next up, we've got a new album by one of, in my opinion, the best classic rock bands ever. We've got a new album from Styx. Oh, really? Yeah. How did I not hear about this? I don't know. I found out about it today too. So wow. Well, so uh, Dennis DeYoung, former singer of yep. Sticks, but you know the the guy, the guy that sang on yeah. all those hits and and everything. He was on the podcast about a year ago, and he was in this incredible. Podcast? Yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah, he was incredible. Cool. Um, oh, he was. It was one. It's one of the best podcasts I've ever done with Dennis DeYoung. Um, Obviously, he's not a part of Sticks anymore, but I guess they're still doing music mm-hmm. with um, with their you know their newer singer, and I mean I'll, I'm still here for it. I, I think they've always been a oh yeah a, a cool band. I mean, very talented, very eclectic. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what what you know what they're uh, they're pulling pulling off. Yeah, and I'm gonna listen to it. I mean, I think everybody should check it out. Uh, next up, the rest are just singles. Uh, cool. Classic metal band coming out with their, I think, second single off their upcoming album. At the Gates is putting out new music. Oh shit! Uh, very, very excited for this. At the Gates, amazing heavy band, uh, just like Fear Factory, kind of uh, giant original metal band that's just been super influential across the entire. Scene. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's I mean, be great. Slaughter of the Soul. If if yeah. you haven't heard At the Gates. Slaughter of the Soul. Just hit stop right now and put it on because it's the it is, in my opinion, mm-hmm. the greatest metal record ever made, and it still holds up. It came out in 1995. It still yeah. sounds awesome. It is so fucking good. And At the Gates was one of those bands that they broke up kind of before their time. Like like I think they mm-hmm. were on the Slaughter of the Soul album cycle, and they broke up, and they didn't get back together for like at least like 15, 15 years. years. And so we were playing a festival. 
Silverstein was up somewhere in Quebec mm-hmm. and uh, and at the gates was playing in Montreal. So we were able we were going to like stop there for the night, uh, go to the at the gates show and then play the festival the next day. Well, on the way up to Quebec, our van broke down oh, no. and we had to rent like two vehicles. We had to rent a U-Haul to put all our mm-hmm. gear on gear in and then like another minivan or something to get all the people up there. So that's what we had to do. So I was with the gear, me and me and the other guy, and we were like a little bit lagging behind because it was a U-Haul and everything. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, we're still going to make the show. We're still going to the show. And I walked in the club and literally I heard, you've been awesome and we've been at the gates. Thank you. Good night. And that was oh. it. <laughs> I've been waiting, waiting like my whole life since I was 14 years old to hear this band play. And, uh, and I missed them. You got so. like the last couple notes. <laughs> like, no, Oof. I got the ring out, like the ring out guitar oh, wow. cymbal swell. And, and that was it. And that, that was disappointing. But, uh, but I love at the gates and I'm here for their new music and, uh, hell yeah, Mike, great pick. Speaking of another classic band, uh, completely different scene though. Uh, Newfound Glory is putting out a B-side from their last record. Uh, they're going to be Sweet. announcing a deluxe album with just kind of, I think, four or five B-sides. Uh, Newfound Glory, always consistently good, always consistently fun. Uh, it's pop punk. Have a good time with it. Sweet. Love it. Uh, let's just stick with the kind of pop punk vibes, and then everything else is going to be kind of heavy. Uh, there's a new single coming out by this band that I absolutely love called Happy Hour. They're kind of okay. post-hardcore pop punk, very similar to Shrezzers, I would say. And it's featuring Andres, who is an absolutely phenomenal vocalist who also has a post-hardcore... He, he goes by Andres as his music nomaker. It's him, and then there's a, there's a backing band, and they do post, uh, or post-hardcore as well, and he kind of does like Latin American singing over it. It was very, very fun. And I'm very excited to see these two bands... Uh, kind of combine and see what they put out because I absolutely love both of them. Okay, awesome. We also have the third single from the new Capstan album coming out. Yay! Yay! I'm I'm on one of them. I know. <laughs> I want a song. Not, I want a song. I don't know when it's coming dropping. out. I know. I don't think so. I I I don't know when it's coming out, but it is. I can I can tell you it is a certified banger. I'm a little biased. But it oh, rips, yeah. dude. It is a ripper. Uh, we're talking about a huge riff, great chorus, great production, uh, super cool, uh, thought-provoking bless? lyrics. Hmm? Do you bleh? Uh, there is a bleh. I don't bleh. Oh. Anthony bleh. Uh, but okay. there is actually a bleh. Yes. I don't know. Maybe I'm spilling the beans Sit. too hard. But yeah, there is a bleh. Confirmed bleh on Capstan. Bleh! Record. It's just like that. It's just like that. <laughs> nice. But but better. Uh, so speaking of Bless, uh, A Night in Texas is putting out a new single. Very excited for mm. that. Super heavy deathcore band. A lot of fun. Yeah. A lot yeah. of fun. And going back to our kind of classics of the genre, Carnifex is putting out their second single. Oh, yeah. I absolutely adore Carnifex. They're probably one of my favorite deathcore bands. This first single was an absolute banger. This one's going to be a banger. I don't think they've ever done wrong except for the green album. We don't talk about that one. I no, don't man, remember super, that album's name. They are super underrated. I think like, obviously they are 
they've just be, always been there. Like you just can count on them, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Scott's a great dude, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome band that we're. Hey, you're a deathcore, right? So uh, of course they're you're pretty deathcore. Uh, so next thing that I wanted to talk about, um, all of the Europeans are probably going to be like, yippee, uh, and the Americans are going to be like, who? But Dead by April is releasing a new single. Um, I absolutely oh, yeah. love these guys. I'm always super sad that they never got big enough in the States to justify them coming over. I think they're incredibly talented. Um, they've just got a really good niche sound that I think really works in Europe and never really took off as much here in the States. But I think they're amazing and everybody should go check out this new song yeah i th- I feel like they have a pretty big fan base of you know real cult follow following so yeah i'm mm-hmm. i didn't know they'd never been over here but uh, maybe and maybe they I can think make they've it been over here once for like a couple okay. of shows but they've like never been like okay we're doing a tour in the states or like we're opening right. for somebody in the states it's just never happened uh next up we've got the second single from new project 1056 which if Anybody remembers me talking about this last time? This is Aaron Matz from Betraying the Martyrs' new group. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very awesome. Their first single, Diazepan, is the perfect lifting song. Uh, it's, I'm not going to say it's deathcore, but it's kind of like beatdown metalcore. Kind of almost like it's like knocked loose, but not. I don't know. It's heavy. It's good. Go listen to it. Absolutely Diazepam. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. That was the first right, single. Then. I don't know what this single is okay. called. All right. uh, next, coming from the UK, kind of like a pop. It's weird. I don't know how to describe this band. This band's called Yonaka. They're super, super cool. And they're kind of like pop punk mixed with pop mixed with like, all right, we're going to have a breakdown now. But like, I don't know. They're really good songwriters. They're really fun. I'm... I think this song is called Raise Your Glass or something like that. It's like the third single off the album that's coming out in a couple of weeks, and I'm very excited for this. Right on. All right. Next up, we've got the second single from the new album by Sleep Waker, uh, my Grand Rapids boys. Yeah. Super, super fun metalcore band, really kind of starting to blow up right now, and an absolutely just ton of talented guys yeah i i uh i'm here for it man michigan represent i uh i'm all about it man let's go all right we've got two left chain i'm ready i'm ready for the final two this first one they're claiming they're heavy again i don't know how much i believe them (laughs) <laughs> but Bullet for My Valentine is putting out a new single. And they have an album coming out at the end of October. The album is called it's, I Swear We're Heavy Again. What's the album called? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I just <laughs> I saw it and I was like, okay, I know the single's called Knives, I think. Okay. I think that's yeah. heavy. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, no, I, I feel like they've taken, you know, they've taken a lot of different turns in their career. Oh, it's Valentine. a self-titled record. I uh, oh okay. I um I I've I've always liked the band. I mean I I know like they've been a mm-hmm. little polarizing with with the different stuff they've they've done. I've always sort of appreciated it, and mm-hmm. I feel like they've they've always been pretty self-aware of kind of what they want to do. 
So I, I'm cool with it. And, and maybe if, you know, because they are self-aware, maybe this really will, you know, be a heavy record again. Because I think they're capable yeah. of it. And of course, you know. Oh, I think so too. To, yeah, we've talked about, you know, the COVID effect and the frustration mm-hmm. and the darkness that is going to be creeping into music now because it's, you know, all the like singles and stuff coming out now, you can be pretty sure that those were recorded during COVID. Albums, maybe before, oh, yeah. but but singles, a lot of them are going to be COVID songs and they're going to have definitely a darker element, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm really hoping uh, Bullet For My Valentine put out one of my top 10 metalcore albums of all time with Poison. I think that this band is absolutely top tier when they kind of turn it on and yeah. still like pretty solid when they don't. Um, so I'm super excited for this release. Now the last absolutely. one. Absolutely. Okay, last one. Last one. We talked about this last week. I was a little surprised because they didn't release it on the Lunar Cycle. Mm. We have our album of the year for 2021 decided. <laughs> Tomorrow, we are getting the first single from the new album by Sleep Token. Officially? Officially. Wow. I'm surprised that they're not just dropping it. So they haven't officially announced it. They haven't officially announced the album. They haven't announced the release date. I know it, so I'm going to be a little tentative they've been counting down on instagram like five four three two today they posted one uh okay. so tomorrow they're dropping a single um i'm really excited to listen to it i don't know if i'm going to listen to it really Be- i'm really debating going into this record when it does come out entirely blind wow i mean i understand that mm-hmm. but it's you mike you know, I, know. I mean, I feel like you're going to like have a couple too many drinks and be like, fuck it. I got to listen to it. I, ju- I just, you know, I feel like hey, it's going to happen. Five and because a half months sober. So, oh, well, good for you. But when, when um, yeah. but you know, when is this, this record doesn't have a release date yet. Right. So you, you could be waiting months. You could be waiting months. I could be, but I'm. It is in my birthday time frame. You know when that is. So, right around there. Okay. Um, it's going to be a good couple of weeks in that month. And based on what's leading up to it, I think I could hold off. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. We'll see how I decide at midnight when I'm putting the list together and I look at my release radar and see that song <laughs> sitting there. I might just click play. I think you're we'll going to listen to it. I think you're going to listen prob- to it, but, but, uh, it's very it, either way, either way, I appreciate you, Mike. And, um, I know you're, you're super excited and I will listen to it on your behalf. Um, I Thank don't know if you, you want me to tell you about it, if we can talk about it, if you don't want to listen to it. Um, we'll but see. regardless, that's exciting. This is, if you guys don't know sleep token out there, this is Mike thinks they're the greatest band of all time. Uh, so you better go listen because to them. They are. And they got new stuff coming. They are they are really terrific and really special. There's no question. It's it's honestly my favorite band right now. Like if I could write music in any decent capacity, I would want to write music as good as Sleep Token. 
It would, are, it would never happen. It's, it's they nuts. are very, very special. Well, Mike, that's uh, that's yeah. all the honorable mentions, and that is uh, a really great week. I feel like we got a great mix of stuff. Lots for mm-hmm. people to check out, and uh, we're going to be back next week again on the audio side. Hell yeah. Talking about music and stuff. Yes. Well, I hope that burrito sits well in your stomach. I might go, oh, you know, is. have one myself. Maybe I'll, I'll check out a, a yeah Fat Bastard Burrito Company. That's one of my favorites here in Canada. So oh, maybe nice. I'll be a fat bastard and get and get myself one. I like Pancheros here. I think that's really nice. Mm. They they yeah. like have the tortilla dough and they like f- press it fresh before they assemble your burrito. Oh, it's a dream. No, you don't you don't typically hear Michigan brought up in the conversation of great Mexican food in the United States. However, I think that they are very underrated. I think there's some great great stuff. Yeah. So Yeah, Absolutely. I think so as well. All right, Mike, I will let you go. Thanks for the list. Have a great weekend. And uh, yeah, man, uh, congratulations on the sleep token. I feel like I need to personally congratulate you. Thank you. I <laughs> I am really happy. Um, my wallet is not going to be very happy. Yes, yes. And I know they're going to do some weird slash expensive shit from the UK. Oh, yeah. Get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, buddy.